Are you ready for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell. And they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lezcano. Raul Lezcano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. What's going on, O'Clock fans, man? It's January 25th. It's a beautiful, beautiful Thursday in Tampa, Florida, man. Listen, we got so much to look forward to. We got big football games coming up, big spreads, big betting going on this weekend. We got Chiefs versus Ravens. Can Mahomes keep doing it? Can Lamar hold him off? Can he get to the Super Bowl? And then we got the Detroit Lions on the other side of the NFC trying to go get San Francisco 49ers when they got to finish a Cinderella story with Dan Campbell. I love that young man or older man. Or whatever you want to call him. I love that coach, man. The gridiron. Jim Harbaugh's made his way back into the NFL. We're going to talk about that a little bit, give you my thoughts on it. Reggie and Tyrone, they still chasing the bag, man. But we got so much to talk about. Let's get it going on. What's the difference between me and you? What's the difference between me and you in this podcast? Well, if you Pat McAfee, probably about $2.3 million. But let's get it on, man. What's going on, man? Tampa, Florida, man. What's the difference between me and you? Ain't nothing like a little Eminem, a little Dr. Dre mix to get you going on a beautiful Thursday, man. Look, it's been a minute since I got to talk to you guys. I got to do a, a podcast. I've been working really hard, man. I mean, I've been grinding. I've been doing a lot of stuff, man. Try to get my degree, finish up on that. I know what you're thinking. How old are you to get a degree? But hey, it's, it's not as easy as you might think. You know what I mean? But it, it it is what it is, man. I've been I've been doing my thing, uh, working hard too, taking care of these kids. Can't complain. Um, in twenty twenty four, I know you guys make a lot of you know New Year's resolutions, and usually by the twenty fifth now, people start realizing you know I was just bullshit. I, I'm not really gonna stay in the gym. Uh, but me and myself, I'm, 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 my friends, we all uh, we're all gym rats a little bit in our own in our own way. Uh, started with my with my good friend Eddie Bray. We're trying to get right in the gym. Um, being fully transparent with you, um, trying to do these calisthenics. Uh, I can't tell you the app because if I tell you the app, then I gotta get permission, all this stuff. But good fitness app had me doing calisthenics. Listen, man, I, I didn't think it was gonna be that difficult. I knew it was gonna be tough. I didn't think it was gonna be difficult. When I say difficult, meaning I pulled a full on. Well, let me just let me just. <laughs> that's a terrible line to say. I know it was gonna be that hard, but I know it was gonna be, you know, tough. You know what I mean? Because I'm, you know, I'm gonna be 42 here in a couple, couple weeks, and I know it's gonna be tough, body wise, trying to get everything done. But I didn't think it was gonna be crazy like this. I'm, if you don't know what this is, man, I'm, I'm gonna try to describe it the best I can since we're on a podcast and you're driving or trying to go to work or you know you're just filling in time in the bathroom while you're on the shitter. This is this is what we did, or what I did. I went ahead and downloaded the app. I'm trying to get fit, just like my brothers. You know, uh, shout out to to Eddie Bray, Ronnie May, uh, Dante, 
Jermaine, these guys are just, they're just gym rats. When I talk gym rats, they're, they're in the gym 24-7, man. And then God bless them because they look phenomenal. Uh, you could definitely see the results, uh, the dedication they put in. But, so I'm trying to keep up with these guys. So I started, okay, let me just start doing some calisthenics. They got this thing on there called a donkey, a donkey kick. Some of you probably hear that and start laughing immediately because you know what I'm talking about. As a 42-year-old man, I do not think anybody should be doing donkey kicks. And I'll tell you why. You have to get on all fours and keep your knee bent at a 90-degree angle while you just kick in the air. Not a problem. I didn't do reps. I went for time. So I'm trying to do 30 seconds each leg. Um, and in doing so, I fucked up. It's my fault. I messed up. Um, I, I pulled on a full-on butt cramp. And had to lay there in the gym and look ridiculous. That might sound funny to you. Especially if you know me. You're like, oh man, <laughs> I was screwed up. But what's worse is the fact is as I'm laying there, I'm looking up in the sky trying to pray to God that this thing passes. I'm looking at cameras in the gym. And I'm like, I know. The security guard behind that screen is laughing his ass off. And somewhere I'm going to be in a TikTok video of ultimate gym fails. It was bad, man. 42 is tough, man. Take care of your body. Take care of yourself. If you're dealing with mental health issues, man, I recommend the gym. I do. It helps with uh, my frustration. So I'm going to continue doing it for 2024 and see what the result is. I'm going to keep you guys updated on this podcast, whether you want to or not. Uh, and hopefully I get some results out of it as well. I do want to take the time to promote Alpha Lion. Uh, that's the supplements I've been taking, man. Alpha Lion is, is a great company. Uh, I, I, the one thing that I, you know, people fear the most about it is, or not just alpha line. I'm just talking supplements in, in general. Um, they fear taste. That's probably the most out of talking to everybody. They, they fear, they fear like, oh man, this, the taste might not be, you know, might not be great. Um, I could tell you hands down alpha line is phenomenal, phenomenal. It has every product you want. The one thing I'm taking now is the Dad Destroyer is what it's called. Um, and it works good. It's a stack a little bit. You have to take three different supplements to get it, but it's affordable. It's not It's not really really expensive. You know what I mean? It, it's really, really, really good for, for you guys who are trying to get in the gym or gals who's trying to get in the gym. Uh, I take the Dad Bod Destroyer stack. That's what I take. It comes with the Craven's Killer pills. comes with these Night Burn pills. It also comes with the Superhuman Burn Hulk Juice which is, is a calorie burner. I know you hear Hulk and you think, oh, man, I'm going to be, it's like a pre-workout. I'm just going to go crazy with it. But no, they have different versions. They have a Hulk juice that is pre, which is for your pre-workout, and then they have a Hulk that is for your burn, to burn calories, help you, you know, warm up the body a little bit more. You don't spend hours on the treadmill trying to kill yourself a little bit. So this thing has been phenomenal for me, man. It, it has been, I mean, I want to say life-changing, but it kind of is. I mean, to me. I don't know how you guys feel about your supplements. You might love them a little bit. Um, I, you know, being in the military for 15 years, you got to, or when I was for 15 years, you, you do take a lot of supplements because you have, you're constantly working out. You're constantly, um, you know, just working out and, and, and trying to um, stay fit, stay ahead of the game, per se. And I've taken a lot of them. I used to take, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, maybe I'm showing my age here again even though I told you it. Um, but I used to take Lukic and Gakic and things like that, and they worked very well back in the day, but I can't keep taking those 
those kind of type of supplements. The body gets older. Alpha Line was born for like their shared resolve to forge their own destinies while creating a pandagram shift in the fitness supplements industry with better, cleaner, and more innovative products. They sure did this. If this is I, I I can't tell you how enough. I'm not even getting paid to to do this and say this to Alpha Line. I just love the product that much. Um, it's it's a great great product for anybody looking to start getting back in the gym. It's also a great product to if you are hellbound on being a fitness uh, model slash bodybuilder. They have those they have those supplements as well, and they have great apparel as well. So I uh, just take the time to give them that their, their props. But let's get to it, man. Look. I am a huge NFL fan. I've never made that a secret. I love the NFL. I love college just as much, probably a little bit more. Um, not so much now that they have the NIL deals and things going on and then transfer portal. I'm not really a huge fan of college football in that aspect. Uh, I do love that it's a little bit faster. It's a younger crowd, and they're trying to get to where these other guys are. But I am super excited for the AFC Championship. The AFC Championship is coming. It's going to be on CBS Sunday at 3 o'clock. It is the Chiefs versus the Ravens, and man, oh, man, oh, man. Give the people what they want. This is a give the people what they want type of game. And I know, I know, I, I hate to say this and I don't want to ruin anything, but, you know, these AFC championships, NFC championships, these are our are, are mini Super Bowls, man. This is, I know we're going to watch Super Bowl and we're going to enjoy that. The commercial is going to be phenomenal. I get that. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get down the road. But, I mean, these are, these are some phenomenal football teams. We're not getting, we're not getting some, some team that just wasn't supposed to be there. You have Patrick Mahomes. You got 6'5", big Trav Kelsey, or he likes to be Trav Elvador. <laughs> Travis Kelsey doing his thing, man. He's come on and helped a lot, man. Just in a time where we were thinking, okay, Kelsey might be having a down year. No, the big guy shows up. And the Chiefs are ready, man. I, I, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, you know, John Harbaugh, what he's done is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Okay, I, I love every bit of it. And, and in previous podcasts, we've always said uh, on here, with, with whether it's Reggie or Tyrone or George, we've said it to, to here a million times. You give a few weapons to Lamar Jackson. You give an offensive coordinator that understands him and his ability, and, man, this thing's going to catch fire. And sure enough, it has caught fire. We're talking about a 13-4 Ravens team. I mean, this is, a, this, is a, this is a loaded football team that should – Take on the Chiefs. I didn't think of anybody else that when when you know the season's going on. I didn't think of anybody else that I was like, yeah, I don't know anybody in the AFC that can challenge the Chiefs. Now I know we just got done watching last weekend the Bills Mafia going against the Chiefs, and it was phenomenal watching Jason Kelsey jump out of out of windows of the VIP section of the suites. It was a great football game. I wanted to comment on it. I wanted to talk about it, break it down, but it just it is what it, it is. I didn't I didn't see to go too far into it. I let the commentators say what they want to say. There was. A lot of people that that blame Josh Allen for it, and, and there's a rightful argument for it. I can't sit there and say they're completely wrong either. You know, did he play well? Yeah, he played good in that game. Did his team play as good as him? No. Could he have done a little bit more? Yes. And I know what you're saying. What else could he have done? Uh, he was running the football, throwing the football. What else did you want from Josh Allen? And, and there was a couple drive killers there, along with the Chiefs too. The Chiefs saw what they did. But the Chiefs just managed to, whether it was three or seven points, get points on the board. They, they were just able to do that consistently with more drives, and they, they kind of dominated the game a little bit with that in that aspect. But the Bills, hats off to Josh Allen, thought he played very, very, very well um, in, that, in that game. But I never thought going on the season, like, okay, the Bills will be the team to beat the Chiefs. I never thought this the whole season. 
as I'm watching this season go on, I get to like week six, seven. I'm like, this is this is just Ravens Chiefs. There's nobody else. I, and I am a Miami Dolphin fan. I love the Miami Dolphins, but we got problems in-house. And I'll talk about that later on coming here. I just want to talk about this too. These, these two games, I, or these two teams, I apologize. These two teams, are. it's going to be a back-and-forth game. Now, that Ravens defense is a humming. I'm not saying it's Ray Lewis, Ed Reed type of, of uh, Raven defense, you know, uh, Terrell Suggs type. I'm not saying any of that, but it's just damn near as good, man. It's damn near. It's right there. That's a pretty good stellar defense. I saw a statistic that, was, that blew my mind. They got 60 sacks tied for franchise record. Who the hell are you tying? You're just tying the, one of the greatest defenses we've ever assembled. So that defense is, is looking. They do very, 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 very well at pressuring the quarterback. They do a very good job of that. Uh, so Mahomes is going to be, you got to be Johnny on the spot with it, with that football, man. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I, got the, I got the Ravens edging, and I say this, edging the Chiefs. I have the Ravens edging Chiefs, and that's only because the Ravens run the ball better than the Chiefs. Chiefs can run the ball, and that's why they're further along. Chiefs ran the ball better than the Bills. That's why they're here. But I just think the Ravens can do it all. I just really do. And the one aspect that everybody in the world kept saying that Lamar Jackson couldn't do was throw the football. Well, I don't know what I don't know what else he can do to show you that he is a a a passer in the NFL. He sits in the pocket as long as he can. If and, and if it does break down, yeah, then he's got to go make a play with his legs. But he's not looking to run first. He's looking to throw. And he's throwing some dots, man. So this game is gonna be is gonna be phenomenal. I expect it to be a heavyweight fight. Punching in the middle of the ring, just slugfest. I'm talking Rocky Balboa, Apollo Creed, slugfest. Last man standing is, is the, or the last man that can get up, they're the winner. So it's going to be a good one. I got Ravens. Now on the other side of the coin, we got your, we got your NFC uh, also playing on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. on Fox. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, uh, my, my heart wants Dan Campbell in the line, Detroit Lions, to win. I really want this guy to win. I love how he coaches. I loved it from the moment they put him on the hard knocks. When they put him on the hard knocks and I got to hear this man talk every single day, I, I was like, yeah, this, this is my kind of coach. This is my guy. This is the guy that I want leading the football team. This is the guy that I want implementing and putting in the culture that it should be. And he said it from the moment he got hired on the interview. He is a Detroit guy. He knows the people. He knows the city. And he's going to give them what they deserve. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dan Campbell will have a statue outside next to Barry Sanders. <laughs> he'll have his own. He'll make the ring of honor just off this season alone. But the Lions is, is a hot team. And you, and you can tell other players, you, they know it. They, they see it. And I'm sure there's two or three guys that want to go over there. You know, you got Derrick Henry who's going to be free here in a little bit. Shoot, it'd be great to see Dan Campbell try to convince him. Hey, that's all we're missing. You know, we got a decent running game. We were okay with Montgomery, but, you know, a combination of Montgomery and Henry, that, that'd, be, that'd be nice. We need a guy that could close games for us. So the Detroit Lions are going to take on the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers are playing at home. Brock Purdy is playing phenomenal. I don't care what anybody says. You got to give this man credit when he wins football games. This kid, Mr. Irrelevant, is, is the or not the very best in the NFL right now. He is. 
I'm not taking away from Josh Allen. I'm not taking away from Patrick Mahomes. I'm not taking away from other quarterbacks in the league. But Brock Purdy deserves all the flowers and, and, and all the ribbons and, and the parades because he's doing something that we just never seen before. This is a guy that was not in the top <laughs> it's round one, top ten quarterbacks to leave. You know what I mean? The 49ers, got, they, they lucked out with a kid like this who's just hell-bent on proving everybody wrong, and that's beautiful, man. And San Francisco 49ers, they got all their weapons. Now, Debo Samuel, I got to get updates on him. He, you know, he was in and out of practice or whatever the case may be. Um, the San Francisco 49ers, I believe, are going to need Debo. Uh, they really are. So if he's 100% good to go, he's got to be on that, on that football field. Um, I got to check to see if he's going to be on there or not. But uh, if he is, Bob Purdy's got him, Kittle. Um, and then the, the man, the myth behind Kittle, they got Christian McCaffrey over there who, who, if you didn't see that game, I mean, just phenomenal running against the Packers, man. That was just phenomenal running. Uh, shout out to his offensive line for not just open, they In football, they call it open up a hole, open up a lane. You know, they open up a super highway for this guy. This they opened up a four-lane highway for him to run through. It was amazing to watch. Sunday is going to be great. You, if, I know you guys are going to have plans. You're going to have church. You're going to go places. I get all that. You guys got to finish that by 3 o'clock. There's going to be two phenomenal games that are going to be talked about for the next 10 to 15 years about this AFC Championship and NFC Championship. It is going to be phenomenal. It is. It really, really, really is, man. Um on uh, another news, man, you know, Michigan's losing a coach. They, uh, Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh's uh, brother, uh, Jim, is now coming to the NFL. Uh, he will he will be the head coach for the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I'm showing my age again here. A lot of you people probably don't know, but Jim Harbaugh used to play for the San Diego Chargers a very, very, very long time ago. Um, I don't know if it was before or after he played for the Colts, but he, he did play for Standing on charges, so I'm sure he knows the city. I'm sure he he's gonna know the culture that was there once there. He's gonna try and, and get the Standing on Chargers back on pace and and make them relevant. I never thought the Chargers were irrelevant. You know, and a lot of teams, a lot of analysts, a lot of these guys that never played football, um, journalists, they 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 kind of wrote those guys off. Um, I know I don't think they were just written off. It's you gotta understand something, and and we're all people, man. We're all, you know I'm gonna say this. We're all human here, man. You know how hard it is to make a, I don't know, 32-year-old defensive lineman, offensive lineman, quarterback, receiver, whatever, whatever position. You know how hard it is to make a 32-year-old man be even better at his job when he's been doing the job longer? And now you come along demanding more. One, you've got big motivation. You want to do this, you want to do that. Meanwhile, this guy is, you know, he's divorced twice. He's with a girlfriend. He's got a mistress. He's got two Lamborghinis. He's this, this, that, and third. He just wants to get done and finish his finish his time, man. It's hard to motivate people. I just think the Chargers lost the locker room is what I think that happened. I don't think um, I don't think the coach could get it back. Uh, that's why he was removed. Um, we're gonna see where this leads at. Um, but Jim Harbaugh is getting everything that he wants, don't you think? I would think so. He's getting a good situation. I know he's getting. They're gonna say the roster's old over at at the Chargers. Um, they need to update that. They need to they need to look into it. You know, he's got to get draft picks and blah, 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 blah. But you still got a young quarterback in Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? You, you, he, definitely he can work with a 6'6 quarterback, 236 pounds. He can work with him. He's going to be okay. Austin Eckler, 
28 years old, 5'10", been in the season, what, been in the, in the game, what, seven seven years? I, th- I believe seven, something like that, years. If I had a thing off the top, I, I think, you know, came from a small college. The, the, he's still got a good uh, a good core with them. The running backs, you know, the other running backs, okay, maybe we can do something. I, th- I like Dotson. Um, I really like Dotson. I like Kelly. I mean, we're going to see where he puts them. Keenan Allen at 31, 6'2", you know, okay, maybe we can make a a value trade here. Maybe we can find out what we can get. You know, maybe a little bit younger guys. They have a, a tremendous receiving core. They got, you know, got Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, Quentin Johnson, um, you know, of course, Keenan Allen, Darius Davis. I mean, you got some guys there that, that can go, man. You got uh, Keenan Doss, you got Doss. So you got some guys that can go. But he's got to, he's got to revamp the roster a little bit. I understand it's, it's you know, I wouldn't say it's super old. You know, looking at these ages here, it, it, they look pretty young to me. Nick Van at thirty years old is a tight end of the tight end group. He's the he's the oldest. Uh, next oldest will be Jared Everett. But again, it's it's production, man. Don't don't worry about the age so much. Tom Brady told us that. He showed us that. Don't worry about age so much. Show me the production. What are these guys producing? And there's not really too many. I don't know. Maybe I gotta look into it. I don't think there's too many big moves that you know. Jim Harbaugh can make, man. We got to see. You got to see. I think he's going to be fine, though. You know, he left Michigan. Uh, um, whether, however you felt with what happened in Michigan with as far as, uh, you know, the cheating or whatever you want to call the sign stealing, but he's there now. Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan. He's going to coach the Chargers, and he's going to try to make them relevant, apparently. Uh, so we're going to see. We're going to see how it goes. Um it's going to be a lot of changes, man. There's going to be a lot of changes. You know, so we'll see. Um, I know that uh, Vic Van Gogh for the Eagles is to, is to become the new defensive corner at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so that's what Nick Sharani is, is going to try to change around. Um, oh, we'll see, man. We will see. I don't know. I don't know. Vic Van Gogh, he, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Contemplate here, Vic. Uh, he he played for the, he was a defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, and as you know, uh, it, this is just coming one day after the fact that he left the Miami Dolphins. He is going to go do the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Um, I didn't like how they parted ways. I didn't like how they made it. Se- I don't know. They they made it seem with the Miami Dolphins. We made it seem like this was the issue that we needed to fix. And and I'm I'm sorry. But if you didn't watch, if you didn't see it, I mean, you probably watched the game, but you didn't, you know, you know, if you're not a Miami Dolphin fan, you really don't know. But I didn't like how they said they mutually agreed to part ways. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He took his, he took a, a veteran assistant coach with him. And hearing Mike McDaniel for the Miami Dolphins head coach who who was speaking, I I just don't, I don't like what he, the message he was delivering. I don't like what he was trying to say. Um... To me, it was it was a bit like, you know, blame a little bit of blame. You know, he, he at one point he said um, something to the effect of like we are, you know, after assessing, you know, the season and and looking. Um, I don't I don't know. He, it made it seem like he like this was this guy was the problem. I, I mean, to be honest with you, what was this guy supposed to do? To be honest with you, what was the defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins supposed to do? I know I'm going off a little bit of tangent. I'm trying to talk about coaches moving, but, you know, shout out to Vic. I mean, he lost six starters. 
When have you seen that ever happen before? If you if you've seen that happen before, where a team lost six starters in a season, please email me on the clock radio. I'm sorry, on the clock twenty at gmail.com. On the clock twenty at gmail.com. If you can give me an answer, that'd be great. I don't know any other team that lost six guys, and we're like, yeah, this is his fucking fault. We didn't we didn't win. It's his fault we lost to Buffalo. It's his fault we lost. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, I don't know. To blame that, it just sounded like he was blaming. So he's going to go to the Eagles. I think he's going to be fine. Um, I think he's going to be okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nick's got to fix some shit up there with the, with the freaking Eagles. He's got to fix some stuff up there as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He, I think he'll do a good job. He, the personnel he had at the Dolphins, he, you know, he, I think he did. It. I think he ran it well. The defense is what definitely kept us in a couple of football games uh, there for during the season, uh, when, especially when the offense was struggling. And if anybody believes that the offense didn't struggle with the Miami Dolphins, then you just didn't watch football. You didn't watch any games. I watched every game of the Miami Dolphins this year, and I'm going to tell you right now, we struggle. We struggle. You're like, how can you struggle? Well, we're, just because we're throwing deep balls to Tyreek Hill, that's not a fucking uh, something that we can rely on every week, every game, after every series. You just can't rely on it. Tyreek Hill's phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. There's, there's nothing you can take away from that, man. But it can't be the scheme every week. Just throw it down to Tyreek down there somewhere. It can't be. You could have to figure out. I watch games after games where I think, I just think Mike McDaniel is getting stuck on these plays. And I'm, I'm going to be, you know, going more in a rant here. You'll see, uh, you know, I don't know how many fucking screens we could throw to a wide receiver in a game. I don't know if we're going for the record. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. But it seems like we are just just constantly throwing wide receiver screens. And, and I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Constantly. Second and ten, we're just going to throw a screen out here. Try to get some yards. Like, Or can we run a dagger? Can we run a fucking dig? Can we run a, a fucking stopper? Jesus Christ. So many other plays and just the wide receiver screen that he has to be behind the line of scrimmage four yards. And now i got to go 14 yards to get a first down. 14-yard screens don't happen very often, especially in the NFL. Barely happens in high school. So we got that going because that screen play is all dependent on if the other asshole is going to block or not. So, um, and again, with everything coming around, you know, for them to let go of the D.C. and make it seem like we, these are the changes we kind of needed for this season, time will tell. Maybe maybe there was. Maybe there was, maybe there, maybe there was something going on that maybe we could fix with defense guy. Maybe he talked talk too much shit about the offense. I don't know. I don't know. But there's sometimes on Sundays or Monday night or Thursday night, whenever the Dolphins are playing and Mike McDaniel's in a little bit of a, of a pinch, not deficit, I'm talking about a little bit of a pinch, it just seems like he struggles to to find something to get the, the offense in a rhythm. Um, but this is what happens when you're an offensive coordinator and these aren't your football plays. I know it got quiet, but let me say that again to you. This is what happens as off to an offensive coordinator when you're calling plays and it ain't your playbook. You don't believe me? Look what's going on with Shanahan over there at the 49ers. That's where Mike McDaniel came from. This is his fucking playbook. There's a reason why he's still going 
and still playing in the NFC right now with his offense. Yes, he has weapons. We got weapons too, but he knows how to utilize them. So when you get the guy just didn't really study, didn't really look at the look at the test, didn't you know get ready for that math homework, and he's just trying to guess. This is the this is what happens. There's a lot of times the offense should have kept going, getting on that field, getting first downs to give our defense a rest. There's a lot of times that the defense got bailed their asses out. But we fire that guy. Sure. Okay. Let him go. Absolutely. Another guy that was interesting in the news that I want to talk about real quick before I get out of here is, uh, oh, boy, is the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, it looks like Dave Canales uh, might be the new head coach. Over there, the Carolina Panthers, I'm, I'm not going to say might. It, it, they plan on hiring him. The Panthers plan on hiring Buccaneers offensive corner Dave Canales as their new head coach, as reported, as source told ESPN's Adam Scheffner. So he's out of there after one year. And this is what happens to Baker Mayfield constantly. Constantly this happens to Baker. So now he has to go prove himself again with a brand-new offensive coordinator, Somebody else that wants to do some shit who might not like the plays or might not like the personnel. He's got to change. I mean, fuck. We couldn't convince this guy just one more year? Just play, you know, coach them one more year? Hopefully they keep his playbook. Hopefully they keep his playbook and they're, they're ready to go to, to implement everything, install. Maybe they keep everything and figure out what he was seeing. But uh, this is offensive coordinator that did very, 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 very well with Baker Mayfield. You know, not going to take anything away from uh, uh, from the quarterback coach over there at Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but, you know, offensive corner did his thing, man. I, he made Baker look really, really good. Baker made some really, really good throws, and Baker made some bad throws, of course. You know, when you're a gunslinger as a quarterback, that, that's going to tend to happen. You know, Payton threw freaking interceptions, Brady threw interceptions, Favre threw interceptions, Rodgers, and the list goes on and on and on because that's what happens. You, you know, in basketball, they have a saying, shoot or shoot, you know, quarterbacks throw. And when you're a gunslinger, you know, you're going to have some bad throws. But for the most part, Baker, I think, earned another three-year contract from the Buccaneers. Whether How much they pay him, I don't know. But he earned another contract to be with them. He earned the spot of being the starter quarterback. I haven't heard not one bad thing from teammates or anybody else. It doesn't even look like there's frustration on the sidelines. If there is a blown play or something happens, a lot of uplifting with those guys. So that, that says a lot. But you're losing your offensive coordinator, man. Now, now Baker Mayfield has to go back, and this is – going to become hopefully hopefully it doesn't happen but it becomes remnant of what happened to him in Cleveland just kept being an offensive coordinator after offensive coordinator never really getting to be Baker never really getting to show his his true self and you're just like God what are we gonna do what are we gonna do um it, it's gonna be interesting for you Buck fans around here we're gonna see we're gonna see who they hire I, I'm, I'm I mean let's be honest who's out there right now Who's out there as an offensive coordinator that you can hire? Uh, and again, not that they're, you know, they were fired from last year. There might be an offensive coordinator on another team that they want to interview or request to interview. Who knows? Um, I don't <laughs> This is going to be great. Uh, and the NFL does. I mean, we we love watching this, this you know, round and round, you know, carousel of, of, of watching coaches leave and, and this and that and the third and who's going here and who's going where. Um. I don't know. Uh, oh, boy. There's a lot going on, man. A lot going on. You know, 
We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Who do you guys have? The spread looks crazy for this weekend. Shout out to the Miami Heat, by the way. Picking up a monster. Monster. I love it. People don't like Miami Heat. I don't know why. What did we do to you guys? Why are you guys acting like a-holes right now? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But the Heat, we're doing okay, man. We'll, we'll get back to glory one day. We'll get back to glory. Miami Heat, shout out to them. Freaking uh, Southeast standings, you know, we're 24 and 20. We're, we're a game ahead of Orlando, which doesn't say much. Atlanta's third, Charlotte's, you know, fourth. It's good. It's not too bad. But again, you know, this basketball changes, especially after the all-star break and stuff, man. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, But shout out to them also, man. I mean, I, I love it when a team makes move to to try to win more. You know, we're, we're trying to win here. You know what I mean? This, this is what we're trying to do. I don't know. Terry was there. Uh, uh, heat trade. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, if you don't know, Terry was there. He played for the Hornets, and he was a monster over there. We All we had to, all we had to give up was Kyle Lowry. That's all we <laughs> You can have him. You can have him. We'll see how it goes. My Shout out to my Miami Heat, man. Look. Uh, that's all the time I really have. I'm waiting for these guys that, you know, that it's been difficult with the scheduling and getting guys back here and, and trying to to do this stuff, man. But I'm going to tell you right now, I love talking. If you guys want to get on here during the day with me, come on over here. I'm going to start going live on YouTube and, and just doing it every single day and seeing who wants to talk what with sports. We'll see, man. It's a beautiful time. I don't know what we're going to do when, when football's gone. Oh, I know. We'll wait for the USFL. <laughs> All right, man. Give me a shout out, man. If you want to get on here and talk some football, you want to talk some sports, want to talk about anything in general, I don't even care. Hit me up on the clock20 at gmail.com. Let's get it going. You guys be safe. Take care of your family. Take care of your loved ones. If you know somebody that uh, you haven't spoke or if you know somebody that you haven't spoke to in a while, give them a shout out, man. Give them a call. See how they're doing. 2024 is going to be a tough year, but we can all get through it, baby. I'll holler at you. Bye, man. You've been listening to On The Clock Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Clock Radio. Y'all be cool. See you next time.